You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. My grace is sufficient for you, for it is when you're weakest, that is when my power reaches perfection. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are. That's God's word for you today. That's God's grace. God's grace is not man trying hard to go to God. It's God coming to man. Uh, yeah. So, so I want to say hi to all those who are here. Hello, hello, hello. If this is your first time joining us, please type in the chat box. Yes, this is me. My name is, and I want to join you. I want to, I, 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 I'm, this is my first time here so that we can reach out to you and hopefully make this experience of yours, this online experience, memorable and life-changing. Welcome to the Feast at Home here in the district of Makati, and you are tuned in to Feast Tagig. Okay, feast the gig, and I want to say hi to all those who have been watching us, who've been joining us for the past year and a half. I want you to know that God will speak to you today. That's what God's word is. God's word is always fresh. It's 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 like His faithfulness. It's like His favor. It's renewed every morning. It's fresh, and we need to take advantage of this, and we need to appreciate this because brothers and sisters. Everything is grace. Everything is grace. So I want you to be interactive. I want you to be active here. And I need you to be typing your comments um, in the chat box. I need you to type in the chat box if you feel that something has touched you or something has struck you. Um, yeah, hi, Jen. Yes, yes, God's grace is enough for you, Jen. So, okay. Uh-huh, so we're going to say hi to our friends. So type lang kayo dyan, and then we will show them, show uh, all of you the messages that you're typing in. All right, so yeah, so if you're ready, are you ready? Are you ready? Huh? If you're ready, I want you to just type in the chat box, I'm ready to be blessed. I am ready to be blessed. Type it there. You have, to, you have to confess it with your mouth. You have to now confess it with your fingers. I am ready to be blessed. Okay. I want to see the comments. Okay. Si Jen lang lahat nag-message. I'm ready to be blessed. Thank you, Jen. God bless you there, Dondi. Yes, you are ready. You have to say it because, you know, that's how it works. I can explain it to you, but, but we have a talk today, but I want you to know that that's how it works. You have to pr pronounce it, uh, confess it, and it shall happen to you. All right? So, yeah, if you're ready, I'm ready too. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, let me just check the messages. Uh-huh. 
Okay, we have my, we have Amor. Okay, cool. Christy is there. Yes. Okay. So I guess you're ready. And God has been ready. I want you to know that God is early today. God is early today. Okay. We're going to continue our series on Side A, Side B. In fact, this will be our last for the series, Side A, Side B. And next week, we will start a new series and I'll announce it later. But today, we will finish the series. It, we're not yet done with Matthew. We're not yet done with Matthew, but we will end this series. And next week, we will have a special series. Today, Side A, Side B, our one big message, I'll give you Talk 17, is about commitment and service. Commitment and service. So let's pray our favorite prayer together at the feast, okay? This is our favorite prayer. And almost every feast attendee uh, prays this. And uh, this is our declaration. This is our confession of our faith in God. All together in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. And say this with me. Today I proclaim that I am God's beloved. Yes. I am God's servant. Yes. I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, have your way in us today. Speak to us in a very special way. Speak to us in a personal way. Father, meet us where we are. And I pray, O oh Jesus Christ, that through your most powerful word, your word that we will meditate on, your word that we will uh, ruminate on, Father, I pray that you use your most powerful word to change us, to heal us, to make us whole. Use your word today. Let it be alive. Let the words jump out of the pages of the Bible and come into our life. And that we may have a rhema. We will have a practical application of your word today. Have your way in us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We're going to uh, talk today about something that uh, I noticed. Okay, um, Reading the Bible, I noticed that in the Bible, Jesus, especially in the New Testament, Jesus has many times, okay, presented ideas that contradict each other. That, that contradict each other. They're contradictory. And I know that this is done for a purpose. Because Jesus said he will not abolish the law, but he will fulfill it. But, brothers and sisters, um, Jesus showed us something that we, we could learn from. And this is how... We should live life. And, you know, these contradictions, they have meanings. And today I'm going to talk to you about something, about the contradiction. Okay? Our message for today is we go up to go down. <laughs> we go up to go down. One contradiction. And this, 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 um, this week we will talk about, about what Matthew was trying to tell the readers. That Jesus was trying to communicate. We go up to go down. Remember, who, whoever wants to be great must serve. Whoever will be first, who, um, whoever wants to be first should be last. 
Diba? It's a contradiction. Um, um, Jesus won for us. Jesus won for us. Jesus won you and me. Jesus gave us and saved us. And, and for him to be able to do that, he had to die. How can you win? How can you win when you're dying? And you know, how can you die and win at the same time? And, and, and this, is a, this will remain a mystery. But what we need to understand is why Jesus is communicating this to us and where this is going. Because I'm telling you, this has a purpose. So we go up to go down. Um, in the next verses that we will read, Jesus will start to talk about his death once again. Many times in the past, in the, in the previous chapters, Jesus talked about his death because he knew it. He's God after all. He knew about his death. He knew about what was going to happen. And he talked about it. And many times the disciples did not listen. I think we have a listening problem, not just during the time of the disciples, but even today. More so today. We hear a lot of things that we're not able to listen. We hear a lot of things, but we don't understand because we lack this art. The art of listening. And the disciples were in the same boat. Jesus was talking about his death and, 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 and they refused. <laughs> they refused to talk about it because they, they, this is not in accordance with their idea of what Savior is. They know that Jesus is the Messiah, the Savior, but it, it, it just can't connect you know, in their minds. They just couldn't wrap their brains around it um, that, that, that this Messiah will die because a Messiah is supposed to bring us, move us forward, to bring us to victory. And, and, and this is not them. So, so they had the listening problem. They hear his words, but not his heartbeat. They hear his words, but not his heartbeat. If only we can start to listen. If only we will learn how to listen, brothers, sisters, we will, this world will be a peace, more peaceful world. Listen, the art of listening. What are we saying? What, is, what are the people around us telling us? And if we can listen, and if we can listen intently, then we will get the message. We will read from Matthew chapter 20, verse 17 to 21. And uh, again, Jesus was going to talk about his, his death here. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside privately and told them what was going to happen to him. Sabi niya, listen, see? Jesus had to start with the words, listen. And many times in the Bible, a, a, a promise is, is, is uh, preceded by the word listen. If you want to be blessed, listen if you want to be blessed. Listen if you want to be saved. So, so Jesus here again says, listen, he said, we're going up to Jerusalem where the Son of Man will be betrayed to the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. Jesus was talking about his death. Um, they will sentence him to die. Then they will hand him over to the Romans to be mocked, flogged with a whip, and crucified. But on the third day, he will be raised from the dead. Jesus was giving them a sneak peek into what was going to happen. But they did not listen. They did not want to listen because it, it counters 
their idea of what should happen. And aren't we like that, brothers and sisters? Many times we fail to listen. Many times we fail to hear the words of God. We fail to hear God's instructions because we're too engrossed in trying to work this out, work this thing out, which we think will solve our problems. So listening is key. Jesus just shared them was what was going to happen. And, and <laughs> look, look at the reaction. Okay? So Jesus said, I'm going to die, I'm going to be betrayed, and I'm going to be turned over, etc., etc., but I will die, and then on the third day, I will be raised again. Look, look what happened next. Then the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus with her sons. She knelt respectfully to ask a favor. What is your request? He asked. She replied, in your kingdom, please let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you, one on your left and the other one on your right. Jesus was trying to say, we're going up. And he said, listen, we're going up to Jerusalem. We're going up to Jerusalem. During that time, Jerusalem was the, uh, was the, the, the central business district. So some people uh, should be excited when they talk about going to Jerusalem because you're going to like Ayala. Uh, you're going to see the buildings of Ayala, etc., etc. So Jesus was saying, um, we're going up to Jerusalem. And uh, us today, friends, brothers, sisters, we have a different uh, idea of going up. Okay, we need to read between the lines. And I, I, I think uh, um, God allows this so that we can think and meditate on His Word. Today, when we talk about going up, okay, when we talk about going up, it's, it's aiming for number one. And nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Actually, I teach that to my son. Let's go for gold. Amen. Congratulations to our uh, athletes who, uh, who were able to uh, gather four medals for us. One gold, two silver medals, and one bronze. So it's aimed for number one. Go to the top. Going up. Go to the top. Work your way up. Climb the corporate ladder. And that's our idea of going up, going up. But Jesus has a different <laughs> take on things. And he's teaching us, okay, to have that kind of thinking. That's why it's, I, I, I call it holy contradiction. If you want to go first, you have to be last. If you want to go up, you have to go down. If you want to be great, you have to be serving. A am I making sense here? Am I, I, am, am I clear, okay? Jesus he invited his disciples and Jesus said, we're going up. We're going to Jerusalem. Jesus was going up so he could go down. Jesus was going up so he could go down. He was going to Jerusalem so that when he gets there, uh, the, the prophecies will be fulfilled and uh, he will be able to, to sacrifice his own life so that you and I may li live. For God so loved the world that he gave up his only son. So that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. He was going up so that he could go down. Now, now Jesus said, we will go up to Jerusalem. We. 
He did not say, I'm going up, you stay there. It was an invitation to the disciples. And Jesus is inviting you today. Jesus asks you, can we do this together? Can we do this together? Can you go up? Can we go up together hand in hand so that we could go down? This is an invitation for you and for me to go up so that we could go down. Now, again, Jesus' version of going up is very, very different. Two, two, two definitions okay, um, that, we, that we'll try to, to gather from the verses that we read. Um, going up for Jesus means to suffer. Go, going up means to suffer. Jesus was going to educate and tell his disciples, that if you want to go up, you have to suffer. Going up means to suffer. So uh, the verses that we just read, so the mom of uh, James and John asked Jesus, oh, Jesus, when you die, please make them sit on your right and one on your left. Okay. In another, in, in, in the book of John, I think there was no, there was no mom. Just James and John. So here's what happened. And here's what Jesus' uh, reply was. But Jesus answered by saying to them, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I am about to drink? Okay, Jesus was saying, If you're going up with me, yes. But if you want to sit on my right and sit on my left, you don't understand what I'm going through. You don't understand. Can you, can you drink from the cup that I will drink? And this is the same cup that Jesus prayed that will not that will pass from him. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Sabinya, Father, if it's your will, if it's okay, let this cup pass from me. And uh, the reply of the in, in, in a way, the reply of Jesus was 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 asking. And again, Jesus asks the same question to you. Are you willing to go up with me and suffer for others? Like I will. Are you willing to go up and suffer for others? So let's continue. So ito yung sagot nila. Oh yes. Wow. Wow. The audacity, I mean. Uh, okay. Oh yes, they replied. We are able. Jesus told them, you will indeed drink from my bitter cup. But I have no right to say who will sit on my right or my left. My father has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. They were saying, yes, we will do what you want us to do. But Jesus said, okay, you will do what you want. You will do what I want you to do. You will drink from the same cup and you will suffer. But, but guys, I cannot guarantee that I'll be able to give that to you. The one on my right and the one on my left. So Jesus was talking about suffering and giving, many times when we give of ourselves, is suffering. Suffering without expecting anything in return. So just do it. Okay? Now, James and John, they had two mistakes. They, they had two mistakes. They were hearing Jesus, but they were not listening to him. Okay? They had two mistakes, two ideas. The reason why sometimes we don't want to listen to what God is saying is because 
we have formed in our minds an idea of how sh things should turn out. Same with James and John. First, they thought that those who will stand beside Jesus would be great and mighty because that's the normal uh, that that's the normal occurrence when you talk about a king having a kingdom and having an entourage with him. The one on his right and the one on his left are the most powerful next to the king. And this was James and John's idea because Jesus was Messiah, because Jesus raised dead, the dead from uh, uh, the dead back to life, because Jesus fed the, the, the 5,000, because Jesus performed miracles, because Jesus healed uh, the sick. And they were already imagining, wow, wow, wow. And, and we're going to get there. But, but again, but again, that's not the way Jesus wants us to understand it. That's not the way that, that, that God wants us to appreciate that. If you want to be first, you have to be last. So if you're going to serve, if you want to be great, learn how to serve. So they thought that was that. And then the second, they imagined themselves sitting on two comfortable thrones. You know, beside the kingly throne of Jesus. They thought that was the way it will work. But listen, listen to me. Jesus' throne was a cross. And the example that he's showing us is that, okay, Jesus' throne was a cross. And his crucifixion was his coronation. Jesus sat on a different throne, a throne that will uh, that will hurt, a throne that will cause you to be bloody. That was a cross, and 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 when he was crucified, finally, that was when he was crowned. That was when he was crowned. Um, James and John couldn't understand. Maybe if, if, if I were in their place, you know, at that time, I wouldn't understand as well. But, but can I remind you that, that the throne that James and John was talking about, or the mom of James and John was talking about, the one on your right and the one on your left, it was reserved for someone, for two people. Guess who? The thrones, the crosses beside Jesus' cross are also are, are reserved for two people. The thieves, the one on the right and the one on the left. Matthew 27 then they crucified two bandits with Jesus, one on his right and the other on his left. Jesus' invitation is, will you go up with me so that we can go down? Will you die with me so that we can give life? I don't know what you're ha what's happening in your life right now. I don't know what struggle you're going through right now. But when we struggle and when we suffer, friends, it's a very good opportunity for us to continue blessing others. Because God's call for us 
is not to be perfect, but to try to be perfect in spite of our imperfection. To try to heal others, even if we ourselves need healing. To be wounded healers. We need that, especially during this time in our age. Especially during this time of the pandemic, we need to be wounded healers. And that's the goal, what the goal of every Jesus follower should be. Is to be crucified with Christ. The Bible tells us, I was crucified with Christ. Jesus is inviting us to die with him so that we may have life. To die to the world so that we may see the things of the Spirit. To die to the usual stuff that we know. To die to our own knowledge. To die to our own strength. So that we can rely on Jesus who strengthens us and allows us to do all things. Through Jesus, through his name. Jesus defined going up as service. And the other way Jesus defined going up is to, is to serve. I mean, the first one is to suffer. This one, the de second definition is for us to serve. It's service. Going up means to serve. To serve. God did not call us to sit on thrones. He called us to serve, to get our hands dirty. If we continue the, the verses that we're reading, the chapter 24, verse 24 says, when the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. Nagalit sila. <laughs> you know how, what I think? I think nagalit sila not because uh, not, not because James and John did not get it or, or not because they knew that Jesus will, will, will answer them the way he did. I think they were indignant because they got scared that Jesus would say yes to the mom of James and John, making them sit. Diba? They, 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 were, they were angry because they thought, they thought that James and John would, would, would be there. Naunahan sila. Okay. Um, Let's continue reading 25, verse 25 to 28. But Jesus called them together, okay, and said, You know that the rulers of this world lord it over their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus nipped it in the bud. James and John was asking to sit on his right and on his left. The other disciples got angry. They were indignant. 
because they too wanted to sit on the right and to the left of Jesus. But Jesus said, look, look, I teach you a new way of doing things. In this world, in this world of ours, especially today, I, I want to remind you, brothers and sisters, that Jesus is talking to you as well today. The message of Jesus is as fresh as the day he spoke those words. Today. Okay? So Jesus nipped it in the bud and Jesus said, look, I'll teach you another way of doing things. In this world, power is flaunted. In this world, when you have power, you've got it. When you have power, you've arrived. But I'm telling you, that is not the way we should do things. If we're going to do things out of love, if we're going to do things the way that Jesus did it, the Christian way, we should. If you want to be a leader, we have to learn how to serve. If we want to be first, let's, we should be ready to be last. Um, and if you want to be first, you have to be the slave of everyone. Now, my question, brothers and sisters, is what do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with your life? How do you want to live it? Do we live it by the standards of the world? Or do we live it by the standards of Jesus and how Jesus wants us to live our lives? Today's message is a call, an invitation, and a challenge to all of you. Recently, uh, just, just uh, this week, last week, Father Michael LaGuardia passed away. And when I learned about his passing, Brothers and sisters, I went into a silent mode. I mean, I just started to reflect on life. That life is too short. We were just having class with him. He even sent us a message a few hours before he passed on. And, and I realized how, how fragile life is. How easily snuffed out life can be. So I started to think, with the little time that we all have left, we don't know when that will happen, but with the little time that we have left, let's start thinking about the real things. Let's start thinking about the most important things. If you, if, you, if you'll ask lots of if you'll ask people, lots of people, they will say, um, "Yeah, what 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 do you want to do in life?" You know, for 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 the people our age, you know, we say, I, "I'd like to retire. I, I would like to retire at sixty-five, and I would like to spend some time with the family. Nothing wrong with that." And I would like to have enough, and I would like to be healthy, and I would like to start whatever I want. I, I'd like, I, I would like to, to live my life on my terms. And if you ask the younger generations, they will say pretty much the same. I want to I wanna retire at 35. I want to I, I wanna have my own. I want to be a millionaire, a billionaire. I, I, I want to have uh, time to spend with my family, get married, etc., but the problem with the answers, myself included, huh? The problem with that is it's 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 revolving, still revolving around me, still revolving around me, and 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 I love it when uh, when, when Brother Bo announced that he was going to retire from Light of Jesus Family. He did not say. Of course, he wanted to spend time with the family and then take it easy. But you know what? He 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 said. He wanted to retire so that he can concentrate on serving the unloved. Continue serving our lolos and lolas. 
there's no retirement from service brothers and sisters and 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 if if you're thinking that we can retire when we reach a certain age brothers and sisters god is inviting us to continue doing what we do until death comes and i said after thinking about father michael laguardia's passing and after looking at all uh, you, you know my my facebook page again brothers and sisters is starting to look like an obituary obituary um I, I i just realized lord lord time is so short and we should continue our mission we should continue serving other people we should continue and and, and i said lord i want to i want to die with my boots on i want to die serving you i want to die in the service of the king of kings and the lord of lords and i made a commitment can you make that commitment with me i said i want to be crucified with jesus and through my life be a blessing to others my heart will never be rested fully rested while there is someone going hungry while there is a lolo or a lola who's not being taken care of when there's a young boy who couldn't go to school because they don't have money someone who's sick and will not get help someone who needs assistance when when they because they they're thinking of aborting their babies because it's an unwanted baby i want to be there i want to be there and help help John chapter 12 verse 25 says anyone who loves their life will lose it while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life another contradiction if you love your life and hang on to it hold on to it you will lose it but if you let go of your life for the sake of the gospel for the sake of Jesus for the sake of other people, you will keep it for eternal life. Friends, I'm going to end here and I'm going to ask you to think about your purpose in life. What is God asking you to do? What is God asking you? Who is God asking you to serve? I want to leave you with a quote. And I want you to think about this. I want you to take a picture if you can and i say the purpose of your existence is not to have a peaceful life but to be crucified each day for others but interestingly but when you suffer for others that is when you really receive the greatest peace if you want to be first be the last if you want to if you want to um, have life give up your life if you want to be great be a servant and if you want to be loved start loving because that's how it works i pray 
that we will all get to do this already, especially during this time. You are in the best position to help other people during this pandemic. Believe me, you are in the best position. And whatever situation you're in right now, you have something to offer. You can serve others. Receive God's blessings and be a blessing to the world. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, visit feast.ph slash radio.